and welcome to the Adaptation Station podcast. This is your host, Nicole. I'm a former special education teacher and currently an ABA therapist at a private center. This podcast is filled with tips and tricks for not only being the best special education teacher you can be in the classroom, but living the best life you can live outside of the classroom as well. After all, I'm all about balance. Hope you guys are excited. Let's jump on in. I'd like to welcome Kim from Little Miss Kim's class onto the podcast. Hey, everybody. And just to lay some groundwork for those of you who maybe are tuning in that aren't familiar with us, I taught in a self-contained classroom for students with autism spectrum disorders for six years. I left the classroom in June of 2019, and I now work in a private center for applied behavior analysis or ABA services. Kim, you want to give them your background? Yeah, so I started teaching in North Carolina in an elementary to middle school classroom for kids with significant support needs. Then I lived in Germany for a little while. I have an interesting background. And when we moved back to the States, we settled in Denver. And I worked in a kindergarten to fifth grade classroom for kids with significant support needs. Years ago, I switched to a new classroom setting. Now I have third to fifth graders, and my classroom typically has kids with intellectual disabilities and autism. Perfect. So that helps you guys understand what we're going to talk about. We're going to, today we're going to talk about moving out of your classroom, which I know is something that's really difficult. And kind of the first question I'll throw out there is, I know for me, I had a lot of time narrowing down what's the difference between just like a short-term problem that's, that's going to naturally go away and what's a problem that you need to change. I remember there were those like really tough seasons where I had a ton of IEPs with advocates and that eventually was going to end. There was definitely a shift of, I need to actually change. So Kim, how did you know there was actually time to go? You know, I spent probably two entire school years figuring it out. I had been kind of thinking about it, but it took really a long time for me to like realize what the problems were and that it was time to leave. And there were a few things that were the biggest factors. The first thing was being a K-5 teacher. Having six grade levels in a self-contained or center classroom was really tricky. And I knew that that wasn't going to change. I was always going to have kindergarten to fifth grade in that classroom, and it was really tough. Um, the next thing was just lack of a special ed team at our school. I was the only self-contained or center teacher. And when we had K-5 programs, we knew that that's just how it was. Um, other schools in our district have K2 or 3-5, so in those schools then there are two self-contained or center-based teachers. So again, that was another problem that I knew it wasn't going to change. Another one was the huge number of people that I had to lead and manage. There were a lot of paraprofessionals in my last classroom, anywhere between four and seven due to student needs, and we had a lot of one-on-one -on -one nurses coming and going. So there were just a lot of moving parts with adults that made it really hard. So this is actually the second podcast that I've done about leaving my classroom. The first podcast I did, I had a worksheet attached that might be helpful for you guys to download because it kind of walks through everything that Kim and I are talking about. But once there's a big difference between knowing it's time to leave and knowing where to go. And I know both Kim and I had to figure out what, what are we going to do next? So I know for me, I had looked at different classrooms. Do I want to work with different age groups? Do I want to work with 
maybe a different disability type because I was a solely ASD classroom. But at the end of the day, I found that I didn't love teaching anymore. So that was a major factor. So if I had gone to teach, you know, a K-2 class for students with intellectual disabilities, I'm still in a classroom setting and that was not what was going to make me happy in the end. But it took me a long time to go through all those different avenues and figure out what to do. What was that process like for you? So I tried to be so analytical about it. I had pros and cons lists and talked through it with my friends and family for hours and hours and hours. And it's hard to even explain, but I just woke up one day and turned to my husband and was like, I'm quitting my job today. I just knew all of a sudden, which I know like that doesn't really help anybody, but I tried all these different things and it just wasn't helping me figure it out. Um, and I was similar to you that I was trying to figure out, do I want to stay in the classroom? Do I not? Um, I went on 15 different interviews and some were with different districts, some were in different classroom settings and some were in behavior clinics like you're working in. Um, and at the end of the day, I just had this gut feeling and knew that like I wanted to stay in the classroom, but I had to find a school and a classroom in a district, which I didn't end up leaving my district, that could alleviate some of the issues I was having in my last setting. And I think another thing that comes into factor for a lot of people is it's not necessarily that we don't know what to do, it's just fear to do it. So you might be sitting there going like, yep, I definitely need to leave my classroom, but I can't bring myself to do it. And I know for me, one of the hardest things that I had to realize, and I feel like this might sound not great when I say it, but I was like, oh, I can't leave these kids. Yeah, especially when you have classrooms where you have the same kids for several years, you feel like you're walking out on them. But similar to Kim, I spent about three years of wanting to leave my classroom. And when I sat down to talk with my husband, those kids that I said back in 2017, I have to stay for them, they had gone on to middle school. They weren't even there anymore. So I was just going to continuously run into that problem of there were always going to be kids in my classroom I had to leave behind. And at some point I had to admit to myself that I was really making myself unhappy with a problem that was going to continue forever. Something a mentor teacher said to me that really helped me was we are all replaceable. Like if something happens to us or we leave, they're going to hire somebody new and they might not be exactly like you. They might have strengths that you don't have or areas for growth that you don't have, but like all of us are replaceable. So if we aren't like healthy mentally and physically and emotionally, we are doing nobody a service. Absolutely. So unfortunately, leaving your classroom is a huge process. So we've already talked about figuring out you need to leave. We've talked about looking at other jobs, but you want to make sure when you're making that jump, you're jumping to something good. You don't want to jump out of the pan into the fire. You want to make sure that if you're going through this huge change, it's one that'll bring you happiness. So there were a lot of different ABA centers where I lived and I knew I needed one that provided me more flexibility. I wanted to be able to work with a really wide range. That was one thing where I felt like I pretty much worked with nine and 10 year old boys on the autism spectrum. And I just wanted to experience something a little bit different, but I still had a love for that age and population. So I wanted a job that would let me do both. And I really wanted to work in the community. So I wanted to work for a center that was open to the idea of me taking clients out into the community. So those were things that were almost like non-negotiables for me when I was looking for a new job. 
did you have anything like that, Kim, when you interviewed, you knew you had to have? Yeah, so once I decided that I wanted to stay in the schools, I had a few things that I knew I needed. And then I had a couple things that I was a little bit more flexible with. So my first thing was I knew I wanted to stay in a self-contained or a center-based setting. Um, and I knew that I wanted less than sixth grade levels. So I knew that I wanted to be either sixth to eighth grade or K2 or three, five. Um, the part that I was flexible with was ideally I wanted to be in elementary still, but I was flexible with middle school if that's what worked out. The other big things were I wanted to have a strong administrator. Um, at my last school, there was a lot of turnover with um, principals and assistant principals, and that was just really hard for our SPED team. So I wanted to be going into a school that it was a principal who was there to stay. I think that just makes teachers' jobs a lot easier. And then I wanted to have a strong special ed team too. So I wanted another center teacher or self-contained teacher in the building with me for support and just collaboration. So the last thing I wanted to touch on is even once you decide to leave your classroom and go to a different classroom or a different job, you might still miss where you were at. And that's okay, that's a normal part of the process. I've been out of the classroom for a year and I absolutely love what I do now, but every now and then I really wish I was back in that classroom. But it's important to remember that it's okay to miss something, but not actually want it back. So I know Kim, you can relate to that feeling a little bit. Yes, I totally agree. So this fall will be my third year at my new school. And I do still have moments where I miss my old students and their families and my colleagues. Like there were some amazing teachers there. So I do have moments that I really miss it. And I love some of the functional skills I was teaching in my last classroom. But at the end of the day, I'm just so much happier and healthier and have so much more support at my new school. So I'm really glad that I just made the change and went for it. That's awesome. And thank you so much for coming on. This is a really vulnerable thing to talk about. So I appreciate you being willing to share your whole journey with my audience. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. If you like what you heard, I would greatly appreciate if you left me some feedback. And if you want to hear more, go ahead and give me a follow. While you're at it, come say hi on social media. You can find me at Adaptation Station on Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, and AdaptationStation.net. It's taco night in my house, so I'm going to go have a delicious dinner and a margarita, and I will talk to you guys again next Friday.